Please continue to hold. Your call is important to us. Hey, you've reached Johnny. Hi, Claire. Well, I'm so honored to be on the podcast. I am here with Claire Jensen. Uh, she and I met working for SoulCycle, what, like two years ago, maybe now? Yeah, probably, yeah, like two years ago. Yeah. Um, tell everybody listening a little bit about yourself. Um, so, yeah, like Johnny said, I work at SoulCycle still. Um, and I'm a student at St. Mary's College in their teaching program because I want to be like an elementary school teacher. Normalize wanting to be a teacher. There you go. Yeah, I just recently moved back into my apartment after the holidays, my first apartment. That's so, awesome. Wait, so this is your first time living on your own, like ever? Yes. Nice. How does it feel? Awesome, because I don't have to like answer to anyone really. Also terrifying, because I don't think you really realize how much stuff goes into adulting until like you don't have your parents there to like remind you of stuff all the time so like Truly. having to sign up for pg&e and like being on top of my bills and buying my own groceries and at first it's fun because you're like i can buy whatever i want now i don't have to eat what's just in the fridge if i want this i can go out and get it and then you realize that that's not like a sustainable way to like shop and you're like, oh, no, I need to like meal plan my f- meals for the week. And then you realize your parents didn't buy you the things that you like because it was expensive. <laughs> yeah. And they're also bad for you. <laughs> Go figure. I know. So how is it? Okay. So after like living on your own for the last semester, going home for the holidays, like, was that super different for you? Did that feel weird? Were you like, get me out of here. I want to go back to my apartment or... Was it nice having them like kind of care for you? (laughs) I mean, in some ways, yeah, it was nice being at home, like not having to cook and being in my old room and like not having to share a room. I don't know, not having to adjust my schedule according to other people's schedules or like be quiet at a certain time because I just have my own space there. But then like on the other hand, it's like you got to spend time with your family and you love your family, but (laughs) sometimes. Sometimes you just want to love them from a distance. I feel that. I feel that. It's nice to have your own space, but it is always nice to come home and feel like the comfort of being home, right? Like you don't have to, I don't know. I feel like especially you only having been with these people for how many months? I moved in in June, I think, June or July. And so, yeah, like about six-ish months maybe. Yeah. So like they're still new to you, whereas your family, you can just kind of fully be yourself and the best part is you can talk trash (laughs) to your family (laughs) well that's cool did you do anything exciting over the holiday like did you I mean we're all inside we're all quarantining but did you guys do anything fun for the holidays I mean we pretty much did the huge we for Christmas we always just do kind of a small gathering with just my immediate family like my grandma and my uncle and my aunt we've all been staying inside and staying really COVID compliant because we want to spend time with our grandma because she lives alone we pretty much did exactly like we always do every year and we all just kind of came over to our house for Christmas morning and did presents and then we all went home and came back for dinner and it was just really chill we did get to go skiing which was fun 
little outdoor activity that actually ended up being super nice to kind of get away just for the day and do something. Did you, so you went skiing where in Tahoe? Yeah, in Sierra. So like right outside of Tahoe. And how was that being there during coat? Like, was it, did you feel pretty safe? Was there a lot of people? What did it look like? Um, yeah, no, it was, it, I felt super fine. Everyone had masks on. Like I had a double mask on. I just had like the face protector and a mask on. They had like police patrol patrolling basically like the the lodge area making sure people still have their masks on at all times and if you didn't they'd ask you like politely leave if you like refuse to put your mask on and they had um ski patrol like really really cracking down on it on the mountain as well but i mean it's cold so you kind of want to cover your face anyways so people were pretty pretty compliant and like everything was socially distanced. They wiped down everything, like all the chairs before you got on them. They really, it looked and it felt like they were really taking those steps to make sure everyone was staying safe. That's good. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your holiday. Um, so you're back in your apartment now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's everyone's home. All your yeah. roommates are home now. Yes. Did they, do they live far away or are they local? Um. Two of them are pretty local, and then one of them lives in Pacifica, so okay, a little, so a little bit, bit further, further. Out Because you live in like an apartment housing next to campus, is everybody else moving back in, or did they all leave, or like how does that how does that work? So like, how many kids I guess are there? Like, is there a lot of you guys? Like a lot of college kids? Um, on my street in particular, it's kind of like the frat row for like most other schools because like since I go to a private religious school we don't have frats um the street I live on is like where all the like the sports houses are like where all of the students who don't want to live on campus live like we all kind of live on the street but at the same time we have like old people who live here in like the condo complexes and like small families so it's kind of like a weird mixture of like college kids athletes old people and like kids so but I mean it's pretty chill and like I moved in the beginning of last week and pretty much the entire street is probably moving back in as well like there's a bunch of cars here everyone coming home from the holidays are there any boys are you single what's going on in the dating world Claire I'm always okay I'm always so interested because I've been in a long-term relationship for like ever and I get so excited talking to people, especially younger people, because how do you, first of all, how do you date in during COVID? Are you dating during COVID? And second, how do you meet people when you just got to a new school and you don't know anybody? First off to preface, and Johnny knows, I'm not one to like do the dating apps, really like put myself out there in like someone's DMs or like even really text people. So like, it was already kind of struggle bus for me. <laughs> like, Claire, Claire's a Claire's a little shy. She wants a fairy tale ending, which is not bad. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think you can totally have a fairy tale, but um, you know, COVID. Already, I, I think a lot of people are are kind of realizing that they're more like this too. Like, you don't really want to join like the dating apps like Tinder and everything. It just is a lot of work. There's so many creepos on there that it doesn't even feel worth it half the time. Being in quarantine and like going to a school that I don't know anyone and I haven't really had the chance to meet anyone, it's definitely kind of been a struggle. 
but I mean, it's a lot easier knowing that there's like people that live on my street that go to St. Mary's that I can kind of like meet up with. Also like my roommates obviously know people from St. Mary's because they've been going here for like the past couple of years. They've introduced me to some people, but I mean, tried. Come on, give us a tea. What's going like, okay, first of all, you're not okay. So you're not on dating apps. You're meeting people through your friends who may know some people. Are you going on dates? Have you been on dates since March? Like any sort of date? Like, I don't know. I don't know what Gen Z calls dates now. I, I've gone out and grabbed like coffee with people, like casually. Things really come of it, and like maybe had like a couple people over to my apartment, but like that's pretty much it. I mean, there's really not much you can do except to like get coffee, and like do a social distance coffee date. I mean, I know like drive-ins are open and stuff if you want to do like a drive-in moment you could but yeah Claire Claire and I went to the drive-in in the beginning of quarantine that was that was pretty fun I like I like the drive-in shark week <laughs> yeah ex- exactly we watch shark tales that's exactly right okay so you go so then how are these through people that you've already met before and then you just kind of like I guess you guys are just trying it out or are these new people that you're going to get coffee with this was earlier on in quarantine when I would get coffee with these people now we've kind of like fallen off as like school started and people have moved back to their colleges or whatever since then I've kind of just been really not paying any mind to like finding anyone and like just kind of focusing on myself whoa I know groundbreaking um I guess kind of like going back into my old ways of just if I find someone I find someone if like it's meant to be they'll just kind of come into my life letting the universe kind of handle it for me I guess I just don't even want to try to find anyone anymore totally so what is okay so if you're taking time for yourself how is it with like your friends dating like have you witnessed any sort of like any sort of like COVID, I don't know. I'm just like so interested by people dating right now. Like, how do you do that? Have you seen like your friends do that? Your roommates do that? Like, what does it look oh, like? Yeah, my, one of one of my roommates actually got a COVID relationship, like started boyfriend during COVID. And they would go to like parks together, like stargazing at night on the field at St. Mary's. Or they have cute little like outside dates here where they like sit on our patio and stuff like that. Really worked for them. I mean, it's definitely possible to, but I-, you, I Everyone listening who is wanting to date during COVID, it is possible. Um, it's just hard. <laughs> yeah, it's just harder. It's harder, harder to meet people. If you're, if you're someone who doesn't like making the first move or doesn't like putting yourself out there, then like, it's a lot harder to kind of like muster up the confidence to be like, hey, you want to come to my hey, house? What's up? <laughs> hey, get tested and uh, come over. Come over, because that's cute. Do you feel like people are just being desperate right now? Like, do you feel the relationships that are blooming are actual, like you would date that person if it wasn't COVID? Or do you think like people are getting desperate and just kind of cuffing with whoever? I mean, I don't know. I mean... I think I, it admit it have you gone on coffee dates with people just because you just were desperate or oh, because you absolutely. really like them okay absolutely went out with people who I now would never go out again with because I was bored that's why like, that's why she said in a nice way I'm distancing myself so, <laughs> I was trying to be about it. um but <laughs> I mean yeah I think there's a I think there is a part of any kind of blooming relationship at this point where 
it's kind of like, do I like this person or am I kind of like overlooking these red flags just because I'm bored and I'm lonely and I'm tired of seeing the same people every day or I need an excuse to leave the house a little bit more or like I just want someone to come do fun things with me. But I mean, I guess maybe that's why everyone kind of is searching for a relationship anyways. I think it maybe is just more heightened now. As far as like people lowering their standards in quarantine, I mean, I guess that kind of depends on what your standards were before. Shade. <laughs> so. I, I, cause I, I find it interesting the people who are, I've seen a lot of people start dating in quarantine and maybe get engaged or like married or I don't know, get serious, move in with people. I, I just feel like everything's moving so fast for people in quarantine that I wonder if whenever we go back to regular life, is pixie dust going to like fade? Is the pool going to be bigger and be like, oh, exactly. I just picked, I took the first fish that I caught home and now I, fish I mean that's definitely a possibility are we going to be seeing some like 2021 divorces or something I don't know I yeah I just find it so interesting because people I feel like are I don't know it could just be because we're spending so much time together that we're starting to get to know each other on a different level so maybe it is possible that you know people are actually really falling in love just you know having that like condensed time but I also feel yeah. like what's going to happen when everything opens up and you start to realize that you don't have to be, uh, or, you know, you, there's more out there. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess that kind of depends on the person. I feel like dating in quarantine is like, is so much more like reality TV dating. Yes. You fall in love in a week because you spend a straight week with someone because there's nothing else exactly to do. but even like, even on tv shows right like supposedly some of them are still together like the whole like love yeah. is blind thing where they're like in a in a pod and like some most of those couples are still together so i'm like it could work because yeah you get like a shorter amount of time with somebody that you can just get to know somebody in two months as opposed to dating and doing all the like games and trying to figure each other out in the span of like a year two years so I, I totally get it but I'm I'm just is this a new way of dating like are we just gonna like bam this is what I want like we're either getting married or not I think maybe at the beginning of quarantine everyone had to be alone and did some self-reflecting and maybe that's why their standards are changing that's true maybe that's why people are finding love a lot easier because they've sat with themselves and figured out what they really need let's, I mean let's let's hope that it's self-reflection and not desperation yeah yeah <laughs> are they that different I don't know <laughs> I, yeah that's uh, that is just so interesting to me because I, again like no shade I, if you found the person and you want to get engaged get engaged but then I think about like I don't know this is so cheesy but like Demi Lovato getting engaged during quarantine and then instantly breaking up with him it's just it's that to me is like what it feels like is the norm with everyone right now yeah I don't know so it'll be interesting to see what happens when everything goes back to normal but maybe this is a new way of dating maybe hey if you're out there dating you're either hooking up with people or getting married <laughs> those are the two things that we have yeah. going on right now 
quarantine hookups or quarantine engagements. There's no there's, gray area. In there's between. no quarantine, like actual dating. It's either you're even on the spectrum, like me. I'm just like keep bopping off on the side, not even looking. You haven't even jumped on the spectrum. You're like looking yeah. at it. That's yeah. That's like looking at the spectrum. I'm like, no, this is not for me. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> Do you feel like if you had a normal college experience this year that you would have, like, were you going into this year wanting to date? Did you already have the mindset of, I'm going to go work on myself and work on school? I mean, I guess a little bit of both. I think for me, at least, like, wanting to find someone and be in a relationship is kind of always in the back of my mind. First, foremost, like, school, like, I'm paying a lot of money to go to a private school right now. Like, I want to do really well. I want to, like start my career like I know enjoy the present enjoy college but I'm also like I don't want to get distracted by like the little bits and bobs of college and Claire I think it's important to note that Claire is a transfer student she's 21 and she spent um how many years at DVC two two okay so she's already spent two years in college and I feel like transfer students have a little bit of a different perspective than people who are first year like university um for example, your little sister is starting Chico this year, right? So she probably has a completely different mindset slash experience than you have. Yeah. Her experience has so far been pretty social um, because Chico is just kind of a more social-based school, but just in normal circumstances, like her being away at college and Chico kind of being looser with it over there, she has more opportunities to meet people. Whereas like here, like, you're either living on campus or you're not living on campus and there's not very much like socializing as of right now unless you're like on a sports team and you're you know talking with your teammates all the time at practice or like you know people from like school or like high school or whatever so like coming in as a transfer student definitely been kind of hard to meet people but my experience at St. Mary's so far hasn't really been much different than my experience at DVC, which is kind of like, I'm only going to be here for two years. Am I really looking for lifelong friends or am I just going to focus on my school? Obviously, I'd love to make friends and I have made friends, but like, you know. And I think that's so cool about the different paths you can take in education, where I feel like if you are to go the route of um, community college before transferring, you have a completely different mindset when it comes to school and what you're doing and things like that. But then also if you want to go in first year to a university, you do, you do get like a more social um, experience. So I personally, I wish, cause I went straight to university from high school, but I, I had a great experience, but I was only there for two years. I feel like if I would have transferred, I would have had a more serious experience in my last two years of college um, or finished college. <laughs> That's like a big one. I'm doing the reverse now. It's like I went to university and now I'll probably be going back to community college. But any like all these different paths you can take on education really just gives you so many different like experiences depending on the path that you take. So I think that that's really interesting, but I'm glad. Do you feel, do you, are you glad that you went this route or do you wish you would have gone to university right out, right out of the gate? For me, absolutely 100% happy with my decision to go to a community college after high school, like coming out of, coming into my senior year of high school, 
I really didn't know what I wanted to do. It wasn't until I got to take a class that was focused on student teaching and I got to actually be in a classroom like teaching kids where I figured out that that was like my passion. DVC, it like gave me like two years to nail down my study habits, really refine like my skills as a student, kind of become more independent because I wouldn't have known what to do with myself right after high school, like living on my own, going to a school. I don't think I was ready for that, but I have friends who went away to college and they loved it and they handled it amazingly. And, you know, it truly is just different paths for different people. But for me, like 100% happy with my choice to go to DVC. And for anyone listening who maybe knows a high school senior who's kind of debating on what they want to do, I don't think there's any shame in going to a CC before like a university or a state school because at this point you can basically go there for free. I took amazing classes. I think you hit the nail on the head where you said for people who are debating on what they want to do. So I think that is such key advice because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went to university and I completely just, you know, was just trying things out at university and it cost a lot of money to do that. Whereas if you were to go to community college first, figure out what you want to do. When you transfer, you have a completely different mindset and you're ready to go. And then even when you transfer, you still get like a social life, right? Yeah. Like I said, I'm really lucky that I live with people who have been at St. Mary's and have friends and like kind of have allowed me to come into their social networks and like make those friends my friends in a way. You know, there's always ways to meet people. Community college was like definitely the right path for me. Like I would have never been able to get into St. Mary's after high school. It really opened up a lot of doors for me. I even got into like a couple like UCs that I would have never had a shot in hell getting into out of high school, like really competitive school. So go to a year of community college, save some money. And like you almost, I can almost guarantee you that if you go to like a school like DVC, you'll have absolutely no problem getting into a UC like that Yeah. as a second year college student. Totally. Have you ever like compared yourself to any of your friends who have gone to university? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And how do you deal with that? In high school, I definitely struggled with it a lot because I had like a very type A friend group and and I love them for it. Like they were just the most driven people. I had a friend group full of like future nurses and like doctors and like lawyers and engineers and like they're the smartest, like most driven girls ever. And I'm so lucky I got to grow up with them. But like, it's hard not to compare yourself with those kinds of people when you're surrounded by them. And like, in no way would I ever be like a good nurse or doctor or lawyer or anything like that. When everyone's talking about going to law school or becoming a doctor, like it's hard not to be like, well, maybe I should do that too. Maybe I should be applying to these big colleges also. And I remember when I did tell people I was going to DVC, like some parents of my friends were kind of like, oh, you're so, your parents are so lucky that you, you've decided to go to to DVC because you're going to be saving them so much money kind of giving me the the runaround of like don't feel bad good for you that's terrible and you know what I think that that's why let's normalize saving money on college hello first two years of college anyways general education so it's like basically the same classes you're taking in high school why would I want to spend like 20 grand a semester taking an English class that I I took for free. Totally, totally. And I honestly, there are times that I wish I would have listened to my parents in that regard of them telling me, oh, you should go to community college first. 
but you know, I, I didn't want to compare myself. I thought like I would be a failure if I went to community college first. I thought, ew, nobody goes to community college, <laughs> but things have changed so much that I just, I wish that I would have gone that route. Cause most of my like friends or cousins have already graduated going to get their masters, like things like that. So I don't know. It, it's, it's different for everyone. If you know what you want to do, um, and you're already the type of person who either was really good at school or you know how to manage your time or things like that, go to university if that's, you know, your path. Uh, if Again, if you know what you want to do and this university is going to provide that for you, this particular career path, go. Uh, if you have the means, go. If you can figure out how to go there for free, go. But if you don't know what you really want to do, you don't really have the money for it, just go to community college. There's nothing. Let's normalize community college. Yeah, especially for me, at least, like my high school was so, they focused a lot more on making sure their students went to four-year colleges after high school and less on focusing on like what the best path for students was. I remember this one day, they split the senior class in half based on who was going, who decided to go to, ju to junior colleges and who decided to go to four years put us on two sides of the library, one presentation for four-year college students and one presentation for like the JC students. All of the all of the kids, including myself who were going to DVC, had to like sit there and watch all of the other kids like get this big presentation about going to like a four-year college as we're like junior college shamed. Ew, that's horrible. And I'm like, and the funny thing is, is like half of the people who ended up going to four years after after high school ended up the next semester dropping out and going to DVC anyways. Yep. yep. That's a huge one. I mean, look at me. I dropped out after, after two years. So, I mean, just, just, just be smart about your decision to go to college. If you're thinking uh, about, you know, going back or uh, if you are in college, just, you know, be smart, be smart about it. That's all. But I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad that you are there as a transfer student. You are a lot more mentally prepared for your workload and you have been able to manage your time. Um, and I think too, because you've done that, you are able to also take on a job. I think that's huge. Because uh, I worked all through DVC. So it's made having a job at St. Mary's like a lot more manageable, especially because like, I know that I can't, I, I know I absolutely can't work like a certain amount of days or else I'll never get anything. Knowing like how to balance work and school is like so awesome, especially because like I really, really need having a job just for my own mental health. Even though I don't love going to work every day, like just being able to like go out and like see other people is so beneficial. And I'm so lucky that I'm able to actually work and have like a job right now when so many people aren't able to do that. So totally, totally. Are you, do you feel like you have better boundaries when it comes to things that maybe distract you from your schoolwork or you know setting boundaries at work so that you put school first like do you feel like your boundaries are better when it comes to school I definitely know like when and what times I need to say no to like certain things like if I get an email about like an open shift I'm I'm really really diligent about like okay well do I have a class that day am I gonna have a paper that week then. Yeah, I think that's a great so. way to be. Do you think that uh, you have you always been that way? Like even through high school? No. Okay, so you you've had to learn to do that through like your college experience. I like definitely kind of fell victim to like high school social like obligations and kind of put like high school academics on the back burner. 
again, because of like junior college, like figured out a way to like balance like social obligations in like a much more like equal and more, you know, balanced way. Totally. All right. So welcome back. Uh, So I'm still sitting here with Claire and we are going to transition into this next segment called How Well Do You Know Me? Uh, My friend gave me these after dinner amusements uh, for Christmas. So I thought they would be fun to kind of close off the episode. So let's pick a card for Claire. She'll answer the question for us and we'll get to know Claire a little bit better. Claire, so the first card that I got for you is what is your dream job? I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, but if, if money wasn't a factor, school wasn't a factor, what would be your dream, dream, dream job? Oh gosh. Um, I guess maybe I would still want to be a teacher. I really like working with kids. So like, I think no matter what, I'd want to work with kids or like maybe run my own summer camp or something like that. That would be really cool. I love that. Yes, you should totally do that. No matter what, what I think once you become a teacher and you have that all under your belt, hopefully you'll have enough knowledge to kind of do that. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that'd be awesome. I, yeah, I would love to send my kids there. So let me know when that happens. Um, I'm going to pull, yeah, I'm going to pull one more for you. So this one says, uh, so name some of your favorite junk food, guilty pleasures. Oh boy. Tell us Claire, Um, Claire, with your newfound freedom, what are you buying at the grocery store that you couldn't buy with your parents? Trader Joe's was the worst for me when I first moved out, like the absolute worst. Trader Joe's is one of those grocery stores that's like sneakily so not healthy. True. I, and I am a huge, I think all of us are huge Trader Joe's fans and we can all agree too yeah. that we go there because it's quote cheap. And then we get, to, and then we get to the checkout and we've just spent $150 on snacks. $150 on three different flavors of Reese's peanut butter cups. Literally. <laughs> and like frozen pizzas. Like that's what Trader Joe's Literally is. just snacks. Um, it's snack food. It's a mecca for college kids. It's a mecca for totally, college kids. Totally, totally. Um, but I would, I love Trader Joe's like dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Mm. Like love those. I, I'm such a sucker for like potato chips and onion dip. Girl. Like I could literally eat a whole bag of Ruffles potato chips and onion dip. I feel that. I feel myself. that. I have that in my, in my fridge right now, the onion dip. I need Ruffles. So we just had some the other night and like I had it for breakfast. <laughs> Like a pig person. Like a real, like a true college kid. She's eating onion dip. Yeah, I saw it in the fridge. I was like, well, I'm going to eat this. And I'm going to eat it by myself standing up by the counter. No shame. That's great. I'm so glad that the not living at home with your parents is you having onion dip for breakfast. For breakfast. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Claire, for being on with me today. I really appreciate you coming back and re-recording this episode. Um, but if you want to drop any of your socials, like let me know right now for anybody who's single and between the ages of 20 and 23. My Instagram is claire.jen.sen. So for everyone at home, that's follow me. You'll get some nice soul cycle content. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. And if anybody is in the Bay area, hit her up. (laughs) She'll help you get into soul cycle. Um, I'll help you click in. It was that a pickup line? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Oh no. I don't know. Anyway, go follow my friend Claire. Thank you so much, Claire. Uh, and I will talk to you guys next week.